you have to try this. Okay, just a bite. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Social Takeout. Small bites of social discussion. Before we get started, um, we just wanted to ask if you'd go like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Both of them are at Hello Social Takeout. Yeah, and as always, check us out on Patreon as well. That's patreon.com forward slash Hello Social Takeout. We have an extra episode each week, usually about the same topic. That's on our main feed, but we have some standalone episodes coming up as well. So look out for that. And it's just five bucks a month. And if you'd help us out by giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts, we'd super appreciate it. It really helps people find our podcast and for us to get noticed maybe one day by advertisers. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so um, go give us reviews, like us on Insta and Facebook. Yeah, and we're do doing uh, the most, even with this whole pandemic happening right now. Like, mm -hmm. so I let me just tell you, this is actually kind of awkward talking to you from a different place. Normally we're in the same room. <laughs> I know, it took like... But we are being socially <laughs> so distanced right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold on. I got to tell you something about our Patreon. Um, yeah. So why did my ex join our Patreon <laughs> just to listen to the extended exes episode to see what I said about him? Oh, my and God. Then, and then he called me about it to complain. <laughs> yeah. Uh you should have recorded that part, the conversation you had with your ex. <laughs> oh, I asked. I was like, can I record this? Do you want to come on our show? We could talk about it. And he was like, no, absolutely not. I just want to be I just want to be a little bitch and complain to you about it. As long as I'm... he paid, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> this might not have been his his like a, a quote, but that's what I heard. <laughs> OK, so today we're talking about interracial relationships. And we're both in them, and I think we mostly dated interracial, right, Sarai? Uh, yeah, so I had, like, a an identity crisis around this when we were planning this episode, because what? you were like, <laughs> you were like, you, you haven't only dated white men, have you? And then I was like, have I only dated white men? <laughs> and then you were like, but surely you've slept with a bunch of other, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her dating history is very white. <laughs> uh, you know, you gotta date who's interested in dating you, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So interracial dating, it turns out, is a hot button issue even now in 2020. Um, mm -hmm. But in the past, it was something that would literally get you killed. And... Um, so this isn't a famous case of interracial dating or marriage, but um, in the U.S., a black boy, Emmett Till, was mm. accused of just looking at a white woman, and he was kidnapped and beaten to death and then lynched. Oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah. it was, like, super illegal in the U.S. It was called miscegenation. <laughs> Maybe cut that out. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But um, it was super illegal in the U.S. And, um, and it wasn't until 1967 with the Loving case, Loving versus the state of Virginia, that yeah. it became legal. That is like so recent too. It's I know crazy. my mom was seventeen. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. I know. The U.S. I know. The U.S. is garbage. Sorry. Um, but so was it ever illegal in Canada? It wasn't ever illegal, but it was more like a community and families against it sort of situation. Mm-hmm. There's one story in the Global Mail that I actually read in 1930. There was about 75 KKK men dressed in their, you know, usual funny costumes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are, exactly. They arrived in Oakville, Ontario to intimidate a woman named Isabel Jones. She was 21 years old, a white woman, and mm-hmm. her fiance, Ira Johnson, a man who they thought was black, but later on found out was Cherokee and white descent. <laughs> okay. So okay. now get this. The woman, uh, the woman's mother was the one who summoned the KKK so they could actually separate them. So like I said, this is a family garbage as well. (laughs) Exactly. Now the Klansmen kidnapped Jones and dumped her off at the Salvation Army. (laughs) Also garbage. Exactly. (laughs) Where they would keep surveillance on her for days for from a car parked outside. Mm -hmm. Now, and also in front of the couple's home, they burned that infamous cross and threatened Johnson. And it was only after several black Toronto lawyers pressured the Ontario government that four of the Klansmen, not all of them, were actually arrested. Yeah. Yeah. But the good thing is that Jones and Johnson married one month after this as well. This is in 1930. So back to your question. Yeah. So still like uh, 30 years before it was legal in the US. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So let's get into some questions, right? Okay. When you were dating, Sarai, would guys mm-hmm. ever ask you if you have ever dated anyone from their race? I guess in your case, white. <laughs> uh, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, that was like a really common question. And that was like, if they asked like, oh, have you ever dated a white boy before? Or like some Ugh. something gross like that. It was like, okay, next person moving right along, <laughs> you know? So it was what would, like. What would you even answer to that? Usually I wouldn't answer or like if I thought they were really attractive or I was like interested in them for real, I would just, you know, yes, of course I have like, um, but then it was like also this idea that they had that black women were somehow different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I hated that. Um, Would, would guys ever ask you when you were dating? Uh, weirdly enough, it's not really happened. It was more me asking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you like, ever dated a brown man before? I feel, I feel <laughs> like that's slightly different. Like if if you or I ask, like, "Have you ever dated a black woman before? Have you ever dated an Indian man before?" Like. That's like has cultural significance. Yeah, know? because I want to know that he's actually sensitive <laughs> to my culture. Like he understands certain things. Right. Or... But if it's like, oh, have you ever dated a white boy before? It's like, ew. I know. Get away it's, from me. And it's not a culture. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So then what's the biggest issue that you've come across when dating someone who isn't of the same race? So like... Oh. First, have you only dated white men who are not your race? No, I've dated my own race. I've dated the literally the rainbow. Okay, so <laughs> you, going up. But... You, you've more than white on your interracial <laughs> dating card. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what's the biggest issue you've come across? It's uh, how do I say this? So, there's these little innuendos that I actually have within my culture. Like, it's like if I talk to an Indian guy and I say like, oh especially family matters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We have a very tight knit family sort of understanding, like 
family comes first. And when I talk to, say, for example, a white German man, it's a mm-hmm. very different way. They don't consider family to be this very similar sort of idea. It's things like it's that. It's weird. Like, they don't consider their cousins, like, yeah. part cousins of their immediate like, family, you cousins know? Cousins are, like, everything. Like, we grow up with them and things like that. So yeah. it's, it's interesting. Same. That's just one example. But there's so many things that way that they just do not understand. Eventually, the yeah, hope is but they I will mean, end up understanding. Like even so, like even last week, I think it was you were like it's Diwali, or is that how you say it? Diwali, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, it's what now? <laughs> you know, so like even like, just like <laughs> how the fuck do you not know Diwali? <laughs> I know, but even just like knowing about culturally important holidays, you know exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Has your family met Peter? No, because like my family is in Toronto. We are in Germany. And promptly mm-hmm. after I came here, the pandemic happened. Do they know he's white? I mean, if they're seen pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really talked to them about the funny part about my family specifically. I'm not saying this is everyone. My family, mm-hmm. it, this also comes down to me being gay and things like that. They just not as interested to know about right. my who I'm dating because they feel like asking me about who I'm dating. I'm all of a sudden going to say like I get fucked in the ass. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> Do you think do you think they would prefer you dating a white man or a white woman? Woman, any day. <laughs> is that even a question? My parents would like love me to be straight. Like I'm pretty sure. Like well, they, it t- yeah. <laughs> it totally is a question because I had this classmate this one time. Yeah. And um, she was talking about this guy that she sort of had a crush on, and I was like, well, why don't you invite him, you know, over for Christmas because he's going to just be on campus, you know? Yeah. And uh, and like you know, just make a thing of it. And she was like, my family would prefer that I come home with like a white woman and come out as gay than bring home a black man. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. That's insane. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Good old racism. Yeah. So it's almost like screw like religion and stuff like that. I guess they're not mm-hmm. religious, so maybe because of that, the gay thing is okay. I don't know. But... I have no idea. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just don't even understand that. Anyways, but I have another question for you. Okay. Specifically for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you date or marry someone of your own race? <laughs> uh, yes, I absolutely would have. Um, but... And for a while, I really tried. Like, I was like, only black men, only black men. Okay. (laughs) You know. But um, so there's this book that Marcus and I read. It's called Interracial Relationships Between Black Women and White Men by Mm -hmm. Cheryl Judice. Um, And so there's some things that I learned. Um, One, uh, let's see. So black women start outnumbering black men by age 16. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and for white uh, people, that starts at age 32. So that's a big difference. And then between 25 and 29 year olds. uh, So like in the age range, 25 to 29, um, there are three black women for every two black men. And then on top of those two things, black men marry outside of um, their race four times the rate as black women marry outside of our race. So it's like there are fewer black men. 
um, <laughs> starting at an earlier age. <laughs> And black men are more likely to date outside of their race, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then um, within the book, she talks about a lot of other social factors that go into like limiting the number of black men available to black women. Um, mm -hmm. So like her whole book is like black women need to stop <laughs> um, only trying to date black men. Like just try to find someone who loves you and be happy, you know. Yeah. Um, and then like, there are just so many statistics and really gr there's so much great information about it. Like she's, um, she's a researcher and like, um, what is the term? So, so, what? Sociology, sociologist. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like her book was great because it was like, um, personal anecdotes from the couples she interviewed, but then it was backed up with like scientific evidence and research and numbers. Just the way I like it. Um, but so would you date someone, date or marry someone of your own race? Um, I would love to, to be, oh, I hate saying this, but I almost still have a preference for it. Uh, I mean, should you be saying this with the argument you just had with Peter? <laughs> we always argue. <laughs> no, but in generally, in, in sense that I find it normally easier to date someone date someone of color it's generally easier sure. uh, because they understand the struggle that i have i don't have to constantly explain racism to my partner yeah, it's uh, true and it sometimes is not even a fault of their own they just don't have that experience so yeah. when i see say something like i feel like they looked at me wrong they're like you're just being sensitive yeah there was a uh, there's another article that was saying like being in an in an interracial relationship is constantly having to educate your partner <laughs> but it's also constantly having to learn <laughs> you know yeah well indian thing i would love to date like a uh, indian man but how many openly <laughs> gay indian men do i know and well, they're not <laughs> especially in the scene like i've tried yeah. it's not because i definitely cannot date someone who's in the closet and that's supposed it's very common in this culture especially uh when it comes to again like i said family values and things like that so mm -hmm. in north america where i was dating primarily uh to find someone who's completely open it was just way too hard so the easiest thing to find was other cultures who are actually open about it yeah. mostly white men Mm. Yeah. So then, would you date or marry a black man? For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. Would <laughs> you date not? or marry me? <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Multiple reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't deal with your lateness, so it's a no for me anyway. <laughs> okay, cool. So there's some things, you know, some people just love saying to interracial couples. Have you had these experiences? <laughs> Well, like what things? <laughs> like, for example, there's this article uh, on pride.com. Uh, there's some actually things that people normally tell to queer interracial couples. I'm not okay. going to go through all of them, but I will say some of the things that I've actually said. <laughs> oh, boy. And, uh, and I'm definitely guilty of it. One of the things is I love mixed babies. Oh, I really hate this comment. I know. <laughs> on, on so many levels. <laughs> I know. And I do say it and I understand why it is actually bad. Why do you think it is bad? Well, it's like um, there's this almost fetish fetishization. Yeah. <laughs> you could 
Yeah. Um, of like mixed children. It's like, oh, they're so beautiful and they're so much more beautiful than their black mm-hmm. parents and they're smart and you, because they're, they have white parents. Like, um, so on the planet Earth, I have been mistaken for a mixed person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But just because of the way I speak and because I am smart. So it's like, it's like there's so many layers to this. It's like, I don't want people to think that black people or brown people can only be smart and educated and speak English well (laughs) um, because they must be part white, you know? It's like, Mm -hmm. that's icky. But then like actually getting this comment of like, oh, I love mixed race babies. Mm -hmm. Um, As someone who's in an interracial relationship, I'm like, oh. Yuck. Ew. I, I can't really articulate why I find that icky, but I do. I think for me, the thing is like, I totally get it. And I, I think it's totally valid. Like, especially when it comes to uh, saying the mixed race is better because, you know, it's a mix of black and white and you are now smarter because you have white in you. Yeah. That's definitely like a big no-no. I think for me personally, why, Especially when it's like a brown and white kid and I'm dating like a white guy. I think if I was a woman, I'd be pregnant like constantly. <laughs> oh God. I do like babies in general. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, if I had a kid, that's what the kid would look like. Okay. <laughs> that is a sort of side I'm probably coming from. Uh, yeah. But I yeah, totally maybe. get it. It shouldn't be said it's to like, anyone. Yeah. And it's like, I don't like fly off the handle and like get mad at people for saying this, you know, but it's just like, ill. Um, but you know what i had so my ex-husband was also white and his mother had a really uh hard time with our relationship like she did not approve and her rationale was that if if we had children they wouldn't be white you know so it was like It wasn't a positive thing for, you know, having these beautiful mixed babies. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Um, It was a, yeah, there you go. Uh, It was a, you know, these, these children wouldn't be white and that's a problem. (laughs) That's horrible. Like, uh, okay. There's another one that um, I've never used this. I just want to clarify this, but I've, Mm -hmm. this has been used on me. Clearly you think you're too good for your own race. (laughs) Oh, you know, that just hurts me so much. Yeah. Like it it, mainly because it's, it's in a way saying that your own race, it's a form of self-hatred in many ways. You think you're too good for your own race means like the white race or whatever race that you're dating is better. And that's why you're going for that sort of idea. And I just hated that whole thing. You know, this has... Hmm. This hasn't been directly uh, said to me, but I have heard it said um, about black men who are dating white women and about black women who are dating non-black men. (laughs) Um, And in that book that I was talking about by Cheryl Judice, um, she's, or maybe it was in an interview, but she talks about this idea that um, is put on black women that they have to be the ones to preserve our race. You know, like we have to be the ones to preserve the race. Like 
we have to have black babies and we have to be waiting for the black men to come and marry us who don't exist, by the way, (laughs) you know, and like um, be the ones to uphold and sustain and prolong our race. And it's like, why is that put on black women for one? Um, and not put on black men, you know, um, but then, yes, yeah, absolutely. But then I have heard from a lot of black women, like, um, them having issues with black men who date white women. And, you know, I'll admit, like, I definitely had an issue with that in the past, you know? Yeah. What do you think of Kim Kardashian? Well, I mean, she can have Kanye West, (laughs) you know, like, good luck. (laughs) Whole different topic, like her emulating like black culture in many ways. But anyways. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's she's her own category (laughs) of problems. Um, So something sort of related. (laughs) Um, um, So OkCupid a few years ago released um, some data about which demographics on their site are most and least desirable based on usage of their site. I think I'll Um, know the answer to this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, according to their data, black women and Asian men are the least desirable demographics across the board Mm. to like to all other demographics. So like white men, black men, Asian men, like all sorts of men mm-hmm. find black women least desirable. Oh my God. And uh, those same women, all of them find Asian men least desirable. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are we saying about that? <laughs> no, the thing is also that it's very similar to uh, the gay community. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm guessing OkCupid, okay, is that a straight thing? <laughs> I have no idea. No, well, I don't think so. I think oh. they have. No, no, no. It's not a straight thing. Oh, okay, cool. But if, if you look at the like, gay dating world, too, like there's mm-hmm. a research done by FS Magazine. Um, eighty percent of they say eighty percent of Black men, seventy nine percent of Asian men, and seventy five percent of South Asian men have experienced mm-hmm. racism in the gay scene. And normally that racism, when we say, it's not just within the scene like clubs or whatever, uh, it's also online because a lot of the dating, especially in the gay world, happens online. Mm-hmm. Um, and this manifests itself in numerous ways. Some are rejected because of their ethnicity. On the other hand, some are objectified because of it as well. Um, like we had this episode, um, what was it called again? Race within the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. And we went through some profiles <laughs> where they we were did. written under, like no Asians or no black people, like casually yeah. excluding entire ethnic groups. Doesn't it sound very similar to no dogs, no blacks, no Irish? <laughs> Those signs? I mean, <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, different but, connotation, but yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's sort of like, don't come to my profile because of this. And that blatantly happens within the community as well, especially for yeah. people within the color world people you know yeah definitely and like just personally i have had men like very clearly flirting with me attracted to me but then like i can also see their confusion (laughs) you know like (laughs) um and then inevitably it's like so are you mixed like uh, are you something other than black um this one man and he was black and uh, 
In my experience in trying to date black men, a lot of them do not like black women. Mm. Um, and obviously this is just my experience. But so yeah. this this guy, um, he was like trying to talk to me on the, the train to New York. Um, but he was just like, oh man, like you're just so beautiful and you're smart and you're interesting and like you must be mixed. Like, what are you? And I'm like, I'm black, <laughs> just like you. you black know. mixed no, with black. <laughs> yeah, black on black on black <laughs> on black, you know. Um, and he, he was just like so adamant. No, 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 you must be mixed. You must be mixed. I was like, sir, I am not mixed. And he was like, but you're so sexy and blah, blah, blah. And oh it was just like, God. yes, I am so sexy and I am black. <laughs> like... <laughs> Stop, you know, stop, stop, stop. Period. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. No, it's it's the same thing, uh, I would say, in this whole gay world as well. Because I've actually heard friends say stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, like, for example, Beyonce. The best example I can give. Gay men have said this. She's got to be mixed. Things mixed like with that. what? <laughs> be just because of the fact that she is Beyonce. Like yeah. uh, maybe because she has lighter skin, uh, her features, yeah, she's whatever not it is. Really, she exactly. doesn't really have lighter skin. Like if you look at a picture that hasn't been lightened, yeah, exactly. she is brown, <laughs> you know. Hold and then the like there was this like yeah. there I'll try to find the article. There was this article a number of years ago, like when her first daughter was born, Blue Ivy. Yeah. Um, and how people were like experiencing this like disappointment about her toddler not being this like mixed beautiful baby you know and it's like well how do you think you're gonna get a mixed light-skinned baby from these two black people yeah like you know i mean it could happen but it's also no, i'm no, so light sorry skin tone can change like generationally too like for yes, example this in your is family true. You have all colors Yes. Yeah. However, there was a lot of mixing yeah. going on at one point. <laughs> um, but like, you know, I mean, you've seen Jay-Z, like the, the, the miracle that her children don't have hooves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Jay-Z. I love his music. But no. <laughs> Mm. He, you know what though since they've gotten married he looks a lot better she made him better she think? definitely did because before when it was just him uh, I think I can't even name one of his songs pre Beyonce it, it was just like why does he look like that can someone dress him <laughs> he does have great style I have to say he does have great style mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. he does like he dresses really well for him the straight man <laughs> yes <laughs> anyways okay another thing is also i wanted to back to the topic after mm -hmm. beyonce it's like you, you just drop the word beyonce the let's just do a whole episode on beyonce <laughs> <laughs> so now i also have to say like the lgbtq there's a standard that's actually created like i think that's the reason mm -hmm. why people think uh oh you you must be mixed because you talk this way there's gotta be some white or there's gotta be this or something because black black can't do it like how you actually explained earlier yeah. Uh, the LGBTQ world basically revolves around a white gay man. And yeah, let me correct I mean, myself. It revolves around a white, masculine-presenting gay man. 
Okay, but don't you think the entire world resolves around white men? <laughs> no, but it is true. But at the same time, this is also a community you would think that is actually That's... completely ostracized from society and being different is considered to be... Right. I mean, the literal It's like thing, supposed to be diverse and inclusive, yet it's, it's literally LGBTQ+. Plus. Like, it's like yeah. we are open to everyone. So... But it still revolves as long as you look like this. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like yeah. the whole idea is there's a rainbow flag, it's all the colors, but the rainbow flag is white as fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and people of color are sexualized for their skin tone and never treated as a person, in my experience at least, and most of the oh. people that I know. Yeah. So do you have experience, like personal experiences of being fetishized? Fetishized? Fetishized. Yeah. <laughs> I will be able to say this word at some point. <laughs> Definitely. I um, I mean, there's two sides of the coin, right? There's, also, there's the bad side where they just won't date you because um, you're Indian or brown or Asian, whatever. But then there mm-hmm. are people who particularly date you because of that and not because right. like they're also Indian or whatever. It's just basically because they have certain ideas that comes with dating a particular race. Uh, and you not as a person, you're sort of reduced to your ethnicity. So there was mm-hmm. this one guy, um, not one guy, there's actually a couple of them actually asked me the same damn question. <laughs> okay, uh, what was it? What question? This question was like the first date, by the way. <laughs> oh. And after a couple of drinks, you get a little like, you know, frisky, I guess. But yeah. um, he asked me like, so your background, Indian, blah, blah, blah. And then the... I, I almost knew what was going to be the next question. He's like, do you know the Kama Sutra? And I'm like, uh, the Kama, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I was do like, you? Uh, no. Inquiring minds want to know, Jeremy. <laughs> I really don't understand it. I don't, I've never seen the book. I know people who have the book. But... I mean, I've seen the book because I'm like, how book? do we get in the... Yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of books, but I'm like, how do we get in that position? See, I don't even know that. And there's a bunch of books. Like, I'm like that's that's what the thing is. Like, they think we just practice Kama Sutra daily because you're Absolutely, Indian since you were a kid. Yeah. Or you, or you do yoga because you're Indian. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, like, or you're vegetarian because you're Indian. I am vegetarian, but not because I'm Indian. <laughs> so oh, there's a you whole know? bunch of things that comes along with it. You know, I just realized I do have some, well, like one experience with this. Okay. Um, God, I don't even remember his name. It was like a guy that I was talking to because I was bored. Okay. (laughs) Um, I used to have like, yes, I used to have like this really boring remedial, like brainless job. So I would just like, I don't want to say I would just sex men all day at work, but I would definitely like. <laughs> I would definitely be like, you know, flirting with guys online You're at totally work. Totally out of yourself. <laughs> I know. But so this one guy. <laughs> Shut up. So this maybe we cut this out. But so this one guy, I I'm really trying to remember his name. You don't have to say I, his name. <laughs> I I maybe didn't even know it. Um, so. <laughs> He was like, oh, like, can we have, can I call you later? And I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> and then, like, to sweeten the deal, he was like, we could have phone sex. And I was like, oh, you know, I think I'm busy. <laughs> I'm at work. But then, yeah, exactly. And then he was like, oh, and I would really want to talk dirty to you. And so I was like, okay, interesting. Like, what would you want to say? 
Oh God. I this feel like... fool. Can do? You, I mean, do you want to guess? Y- y- no, I don't want to guess this. <laughs> You're like, because no. I just have an idea of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, I want to call you the N-word, and I want oh. you to call me master, and like, like I could just, like, he w- he lost his goddamn mind, essentially, oh my God. and was like, I want to call you N-word and slave and like all of this bullshit, yep. and I was like, okay, well, let's just go ahead and block him. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do yeah. have to say, like, this whole master-slave thing is a fetishized thing they do yeah sure but, but like the n-word like, yeah exactly <laughs> that takes it to another level <laughs> i'm like look i'm here for bondage and domination maybe like i'll try it but you're not gonna call me the n-word and you're not calling me slave and you are the master <laughs> and i am the master um there's this dominatrix that i read about and she just has men come clean her apartment? And I, I like, heard about this. You're telling me, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't I think of this? <laughs> this is such apartment. a good idea. Yeah. Do my dishes. God. Paint my toenails. Those Give poor, me a pedicure. Those poor men. <laughs> they don't Fuck know them. they're being played. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go head over to our Patreon. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on all our social media platforms. It's at Hello Social Takeout and listen to us on patreon yeah come join us on patreon and we'll um we'll see you there okay okay bye